Hello and welcome to episode four of the Babies and Boundaries podcast. My name is Maddie, also known as Organically Maddie on TikTok and Instagram. And today I want to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart. I want to chat with you guys about why it is so normal to not feel ready to leave your baby yet. And this topic is so near and dear to my heart because I truly thought before I started my social media platforms that I was the only mom who felt this way. I truly thought that I was crazy because I did not want to leave my baby. I honestly just felt really judged when I would tell people that like, I'm not ready to leave my baby yet. We're not looking for a babysitter. And I think that just really brings up how normalized mother-baby separation is in our society. I mean, mother-baby separation was even so normal to me prior to having my baby. I started babysitting when I was in high school and I was actually a professional nanny in college. I worked for a nannying agency and I nannied for like dozens of families and literally never thought anything of it. And even all the way up until I was pregnant, I was even thinking about how there was this class that me and my husband were going to have to go to every Wednesday night. And I was thinking like, oh yeah, we're just going to have to ask my husband's mom to watch our baby. But it wasn't until after I had my baby that I truly just had this epiphany of like, I do not want to be separated from him for a very long time. I just remember that very first time someone asking me, oh, just let me know whenever you're ready for us to babysit. And all I could think in my head was like, I do not feel ready for that in the slightest. But like I said, I just truly thought I was the only one who felt this way. It seemed like everyone else around me who was a mom was totally fine with leaving their baby with other people. But then I started thinking about things and there was a couple things that helped me realize that this is a completely normal feeling. So the first thing that led me to this conclusion is that babysitting is a very new and modern phenomenon. So most of human history has basically just been about survival and mom's protecting their babies. And mother-baby separation wasn't even really possible until the invention of formula in the late 1800s. Now, obviously, there was wet nurses where another lactating woman could breastfeed your baby, but those situations were more out of, like, desperation or if something had happened to the mother, not because, like, mom and dad wanted to go have a date night. And I also just thought about, you know, the way we are biologically designed to feed our babies. The biological way we are designed to feed our babies is by nursing them and that process literally only involves a mom and a baby and it involves a mom and a baby being together 24 7 and babies also nurse for all kinds of reasons outside of just needing nutrition they nurse for comfort closeness bonding and i've actually read research that says if a baby could have it their way they would nurse up to 70 times an hour so yeah this design definitely leads me to believe that moms and babies are designed to be together. Not to mention how fragile and helpless human babies are. So human babies are born much more immature compared to other mammals. For example, baby horses can walk within the first 24 hours of their life. But human babies rely on their caregivers to meet their needs for a lot longer period of time. And I truly think mothers are designed to be so vigilant and protective and in tune with their babies. And again, these instincts lead me to believe that moms and babies are designed to be together. And just pondering the very helpless nature of babies also just has me scratching my head at the fact that society even judges moms for not wanting to leave their 
baby in the care of somebody else when their baby quite literally cannot walk, cannot talk, and relies on them to meet their every need. Like, what a silly thing. That's why I stand strongly on the statement that, like, you physically cannot be a helicopter parent when it comes to a baby. I think you can definitely be a helicopter parent if you're not wanting your 15-year-old to leave the house ever, but not wanting to be separated from your baby is completely natural and completely normal and just so developmentally appropriate when we think about the nature of babies. And I can also confidently say I know my baby really wouldn't appreciate being babysat either. So that boy loves his mom. He loves his dad. And he does cry when he's being held by other people, which is totally normal and developmentally appropriate. We have to remember that our babies feel that same tug in their heart when they're apart from their caregivers that we feel. And I know him being babysat would just be a stressful experience for him. I was recently talking with a family member who was babysitting her grandchild and she said after the parents dropped the baby off, the baby cried for literally an hour. I know for sure that would be my son too, so I just don't want to subject him to that. It's just crazy how society makes babysitting out to be like this is the initiation into parenthood. Like it's just a standard part of parenthood. I want to talk about when I think I actually will be comfortable leaving my child with someone other than my husband because I have left my child with my husband and I definitely feel comfortable doing so but when I say leaving him with someone I'm meaning someone outside of my husband and I also want to say this is not meant to make anyone feel guilty or shameful about when they left their baby with somebody else. Every woman has a different timeline of when she feels ready and there's nothing wrong with your timeline being super sooner or later than mine. Everybody just has their own personal preferences. I know a lot of women, unfortunately, are basically forced to leave their baby with someone because they have to go back to work. Truly, one of the biggest issues in this country is the lack of paid maternity leave. It is absolutely criminal that women are returning back to work six weeks after birth, even sooner sometimes, but it is literally illegal in 47 states to separate a puppy from its mother before eight weeks. Yeah, let that sink in. So yeah, absolutely no shade if your timeline looks different than mine. I mean, leaving my baby in the context of like me and my husband are going somewhere for several hours. So I think the biggest factor that would make me be comfortable with leaving my baby is I would want it to be a stress-free experience. So like right now, if I left my baby and me and my husband went out on a date or something, I would spend that entire date stressing about our baby. Like I would just be worried about, is he crying? Does he miss me? I would be worrying about his nap schedule and his feedings. And it would honestly just be a headache. It would be an inconvenience. And you know, obviously when that day comes, I will still, of course, be thinking about him while I'm away from him, but I would just want to feel more relaxed and confident that everything's going to be okay. And right now, I also just feel like there is nothing enticing enough for me to leave him and, you know, have the headache of stressing about him and worrying about him. Like, there's no concert, there's no restaurant, there's no movie, like, Literally nothing appeals to me more than just having the peace of mind that my baby is safe and sound with me. And I also want to add, it is not really a trust issue. There are 100% trustworthy people in my son's life that I know would take really great care of him. 
But it's just more so that I trust my husband and I more than I trust anybody else with the care of our son. Also just the fact that I just simply don't have a desire to be away from him. I also want his physical safety to not be as much of a concern. So sometimes when we're talking about young kids, I mean, it can really be a matter of life and death, right? A grape that's not cut up properly can be the difference between choking and not. Turning your head on your child for 30 seconds can be the difference between them swallowing a button battery or not. So yeah, him having more awareness over his physical safety is definitely a big one for me. Another thing I think I want to happen before we're comfortable leaving him is I really want him to be at a point where he can clearly communicate his needs to whoever's watching him and to my husband and I about what happened while he was away from us. The thought of something happening to my child, whether it's, you know, really good or really bad and him not being able to tell me, it just doesn't sit right with me. So yeah, I definitely want his communication to be pretty solid before I feel comfortable leaving him. I also feel extremely passionate about protecting my child against grooming and sexual abuse. And I want to touch a little bit on that. And if this subject is something that's very triggering for you, I highly recommend skipping ahead. So I really want to make sure my child is educated on what grooming behaviors can look like and what safe adults look like. I want my child to understand that safe adults don't ask children to, for example, keep secrets from mommy and daddy. I always want to teach my child that he has the power to say no. And I just want him to have a little bit of understanding of what appropriate behavior from adults looks like. And obviously a child being sexually abused is never their fault. And I understand that sometimes parents can go to the ends of the earth trying to protect their children from this and it can still happen. But you have to acknowledge there is a big difference between, you know, a one-year-old child who has absolutely no idea what that even is versus maybe an older child who's been educated on what grooming behaviors can look like and how to stand up for themselves. And I truly do not think anybody in my son's life would ever do that, but it is just something that I'm always vigilant about. And the sad reality is that 90% of children are sexually abused by someone they know usually a close family member or a friend. So yeah, I just really try to stay on guard about that stuff. And that kind of leads into my next requirement, which is I don't think I will be ready to leave my son for long periods of time until he is out of diapers and potty trained. So I really only feel comfortable with my husband and I being the only one to change our child's diaper and to take him to the restroom. And some people definitely might think that's extreme and that's fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. But at the end of the day, like I said, I'm just very vigilant about protecting my child from sexual abuse. I also think children definitely deserve some privacy and dignity. Talked about this on Instagram, but I just absolutely hate when people would hover over my child when he was getting his diaper changed. Like you would not want to stare at another adult using the restroom. So why do you think it's okay to do it just because it's a baby? Even if people don't have like super malicious evil intentions with that, it's just something that strikes me as so odd. Like anytime I've been around a young child getting their diaper change, I will make it a point to look away and to give that parent space. So yeah, all of this considered, I don't really have a specific age in mind of when I think I will be ready to leave my child, but those are just some of the requirements that I think are going to have to happen before I feel comfortable doing that. 
And I'm sure if you're like me, you've probably got the comment, well, don't you and your husband want to take a date night? It's like when you tell people that you're not looking to leave your baby and have a date night, suddenly everybody's a marriage counselor. Guys, I promise you, your relationship is not going to crumble because you and your spouse don't go share an appetizer at Chili's. My husband and I really try to make it a point to connect with each other all throughout the day, all throughout the week. And we, of course, get several hours of alone time every single night. My son is usually in bed by 7.30 and that gives us about three to four hours every night just to ourselves. And we also really enjoy taking him places with us. And it was so freaking easy, especially when he was a super young baby, to just take him to a restaurant and he would literally take a nap in his car seat. It is a little bit more challenging now that he's older and becoming more mobile. And I understand that it will continue to be more challenging as he enters into his toddler years. But I think it is so important that parents bring their children out into public. So it is very much an American concept that adults drop their children off with a babysitter and then they go do their own thing out in public. So in a lot of other countries and cultures, parents just bring their kids with them. And it turns out the kids actually really know how to behave in public because they're so used to being in public. How do we ever expect children to integrate into society if we don't bring them out into society? I was just watching a TikTok from this woman who lives in Italy and she said she was having dinner with one of their friends who had a three-year-old and she said she basically had the table manners of Queen Elizabeth. And I know every child is different. Some children are more challenging than others, but I definitely always want to make it a point to at least attempt to bring our child out with us and to teach him table manners and to teach him how to act in a grocery store. And I also think this culture of not bringing our kids out into public can be very isolating for moms because let's say you don't have somebody to watch your child and you don't feel comfortable taking them out into public. I feel like this just leads to women feeling like they just have to stay in their house with their kids all day because their kids are not welcome into public spaces. And I also want to add something that gave me so much confidence to bring my baby out with me is seeing another mom do the same. So earlier I talked about how there was a class at church that my husband and I were going to have to go to every Wednesday night. And I was thinking, oh, we're just going to have to ask my husband's mom to watch our baby. But there was another mom in that class who just brought her baby with her. And I don't know why this was just so profound to me. I guess, like I said, I had just been conditioned to believe that babies belong with a babysitter. But just seeing another mom bringing her child into a, quote, adult space and really confidently just taking the child out if they got fussy gave me the confidence to bring my baby to class. And so I think it's just so important that moms see other moms with their kids out and about because I feel like that's really going to help other moms have the confidence to do the same. And I know not every single place is child friendly and there's obviously inappropriate situations to bring a baby to, but I definitely think American culture needs some improvement in this area. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much again for tuning in this week. Really going to try to have one new episode of the podcast every week uploaded on Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow me on social media. I am at organically.maddie on Instagram and at organically.maddie on TikTok. If you love this episode, please be sure to give it a five-star review on whatever platform you are listening on. And I will chat with you guys next week.